Welcome to the Rooted Business Podcast, where we understand that business is a spiritual practice. This is a space where soul-aligned creatives and entrepreneurs learn how to grow their purposeful businesses. I'm your host, Kat Hosu Lee, and I'm here to help you cultivate a sustainably profitable, ethically grounded business that follows the rhythms of nature. On this podcast, my guests and I share wisdom about anchoring into your relationship to intuition, emotional alchemy, and somatic healing to weave it into the foundations of your work so it nourishes you and ripples out into healing for the collective. Hello, my friends. I am so excited to share that the doors for Business Alchemist Mentorship are now open. I created BAM to show creatives, space holders, and service-based spiritual entrepreneurs that it's possible to cultivate businesses that are rooted in conscious values, relational marketing, and purposeful service. Now, you are always welcome to hop over to the website, businessalchemistmentorship.com, to learn a bit more, but I also wanted to share some words from the community. This is from Allie, who is a member of Business Alchemist Mentorship right now, and she shares... While I can easily say that working with Kat is like being guided by a perfect mix of business coach, therapist, marketing whiz, nervous system expert, nature lover, somatic practitioner, I feel a more fitting description is to say that working with Kat feels like being nurtured. Kat truly sees you and helps guide you to understanding and witnessing the most fulfilling version of yourself and your business. Her quiet wisdom, careful listening, and masterful weaving of modalities are the nurturing that we all deserve in this world, but few of us actually receive. If everyone got to work with Kat, the world would be a place where people felt rooted in their purpose, animals were treated with love, like the wisdom holders they are, and the earth was subject to regenerative practices grounded in respect. We would be whole. Thank you so much for sharing your words, Ali. I would love to see you in BAM if there is something that pings you towards this space. Our next cohort is going to be gathering in the middle of June, right after my birthday. And this is likely going to be the only cohort that I teach in 2024. So if you are interested, hop on over to businessalchemistmentorship.com and I hope we get to connect soon. Hi friends. Today's episode is me coming at you solo. I originally posted the audio that you're about to hear as an Instagram story, and I was surprised at how many people resonated with it. So in this discussion, you're going to hear me sharing my thoughts on what our responsibility is as space holders to comment on global tragedies. And the feedback I got back from the Instagram community is that I was able to give vocabulary to something that has been feeling really sticky for them. So I thought I'd widen the net on who this message can reach by sharing it on the podcast here. So I hope you enjoy this discussion. Hey, so today's chat's going to be a little bit on the heavy side. Um, This is a question that I've been, I wouldn't say I've been grappling with it, but I've definitely been pondering it for a little while. And the question is around what is our responsibility when it comes to um, some of these big things that are happening in our world as people who have online platforms, as coaches, as mentors, as guides. And 
I personally made a very conscious decision to not say anything when it came to the most recent recent clash over Gaza and Palestine. And pretty soon after that, I had people coming into my DMs demanding that I say something, demanding that I share um, like other people's work, demanding that I take a stance. Um, some of it was actually quite respectful. Some of it came from a genuine sense of curiosity and I was able to engage with some really interesting conversations in that space. But a lot of it was accusatory. It was saying that my silence is violence. Um, I was being told that as somebody who works with trauma that I needed to say something about this and I wrote an entire post about it and I think it's worth reading that post and I hope that you listen all the way to the end of this because I really do think that it is not everyone's responsibility to say something to be on the front lines and I have a personal story that I'm sharing with consent from one of my clients about what my role has been in this particular um, conflict. So I wrote, my silence is not an act of aggression. I am doing what I always do to find balance. I return to a yin state when I am unsure what the appropriate action is. The fact that there is a massive global catastrophe does not mean that I need to veer from my truth of how I access my own inner wisdom. My silence is not a freeze or a collapse. It is receptivity and digestion. I am not a geopolitical expert on the Middle East, so it would be unethical for me to share anything than my personal opinion based on my limited understanding of the situation. My responsibility is to learn through independent journalism and discussions with my inner circle. It's a lot to get caught up on. In my silence, I am learning, not teaching. I am feeling so I can stay rooted in my body with the actions I choose to take and the words I choose to share. Let me be clear here, my ignorance is not something that I feel guilty or ashamed about. My ignorance is also not indifference, nor is it neutral. Of course I care. I can't numb my heart to violence and death, nor will I ever find a justification for genocide and colonization. I struggle to wrap my head around the lies coming from our political leaders and news. It's frustrating to see how blatant motivations are when you start tracking the money. It's terrifying to feel the knife's edge the entire world is standing on. Of course I care. I educate folks on things I am experienced in. I'm a teacher of emotional alchemy, nervous system regulation, somatic healing and ethical and spiritual entrepreneurship. To hold the integrity of the role I hold here, I have a boundary for what I do or do not share. I only share what I feel regulated, experienced and or integrated about. Again, this is an ethical and intentional choice I have made about how I interact with social media and one I will stick to even when, especially when, things feel tumultuous. I recognize there is privilege in being able to stay silent until I'm ready to share publicly, but I also hold a responsibility to tend to my own nervous system so that I am able to hold space for folks who are more directly involved or affected by this. And then I went on to list um, several uh, sources that I was learning from. Um, 
Oh, actually, it continues on, sorry. My clients and community know that I am here to hold and express the appropriate and necessary rage, grief, confusion, etc. about what is going on. In fact, it's been the topic of many sessions I've been having with clients this week. However, if you are looking to me for any ideas on what should or should not happen about the conflict, I am not that person. For me to pretend that I know enough about Israel, Palestine, Gaza, Hamas, Jewish people would be performative and unethical as a teacher. I am not a leader on this topic. My responsibility in this discussion is to point you to the actual leaders in this space who I've been listening to. So I shared that and um, what was happening in the background is that I have a client who um, is of Jewish heritage and has been raised with um, a Zionist um, mindset uh, belief and in all of this in seeing everything that was happening in the world in really sort of examining her own relationship to colonization um, and in being a deeply thinking and caring person she was starting to question a lot of these stories that she had been told since childhood and this was a big departure for her because it was very understandably going to create a rift in her family um she had a lot of questions around even what her responsibility is as she's questioning if um, she held a responsibility to say something to her family, to explore this with her family. And she brought it instead to me. And I didn't approach this from the context of a political landscape. I approached it from the context of emotions and in particular, we explored a lot around anger and grief. And, you know, as you can imagine, there was a lot of confusion just coming up in her body and a lot of, um, a lot of work that needed to be done around her own self-trust and trust in others, trust in the community that she had been raised in and the family that she had been raised in and the stories that had been told to her. And I know that had I been posting things like this, or rather, had I been posting really politicized um things on social media, she wouldn't have felt safe to explore these spaces with me. And she's not the only person that I was supporting around this who are actually directly affected by this conflict. Um, she's She just happens to be the one that um, she encouraged me actually to to go on social media and and share our story. And, you know, I think that it's so easy to get caught up in the wave of shoulds when it comes to voicing our opinions about so many things um, that feel really scary and really disempowering in the world right now. And yet 
we still need places that people feel like is a neutral landscape so that they can explore and come to conclusions about their own stories and experiences on their own without judgment, without feeling pressure to, you know, lean one way or another. And I think that we as space holders, as folks who are also deeply thinking and compassionate humans, we have differentiations of roles here. So just the way that my personality is, I am not somebody who's going to be on the front lines of protests and marches. Um, that feels like a incredibly dysregulating experience for me. I don't like crowds. I don't like being in spaces where there's a lot of humans around. Um, I love humaning. I love other humans, but put me in a crowd and it is, it's, it's not a great time for me. And yet I do really well one-on-one -on -one when it comes to connecting to people and asking hard questions and asking them to explore what's going on in their own inner landscape. And I much prefer to do my work in these spaces. And so if you are somebody who is out there and feels like you have enough of that like extroverted energy, like I am so here for you. I am in like, I am so supportive of you doing your work in that way. And there are some of us who are going to do quiet work. I know, I know in my bones that the work that this woman and I did is going to have like lineage shifting ripples in her life, in the lives of her children. And so like I take comfort in knowing that that was my hard boundary and my instinct to not jump on the frenetic bandwagon of needing to say something immediately and instead like I still feel like I am learning and um, will continue to learn about this topic and I don't know that I will ever feel qualified enough to teach about it. What I am qualified to do is hold space. I'm qualified to um, help people really work through some of the hard questions that they are dealing with, particularly if they are more directly affected by this than I am. It's my role to be in regulation and it's my role to hold that that curious and encouraging and neutral space so that people can actually do that alchemization work that that is required of them so um i want to share this because i think that there are a lot of ways in which we as folks who are showing up online it feels like we can we can never be doing enough right and i want you to know that however you are showing up for the bigger collective however you are recognizing your own gifts and your own limitations and your own capacity for all of this is perfect and it's nuanced and 
it is important work. So that's all I got to say about that.